Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Amanda. Today, we are talking with Kieran from Easy Real Food about managing kids and family at home during these coronavirus times. I promise stress-free conversation today. Kieran is the busy mom to four kids, an influencer marketing manager and holistic health coach, and also the author of easyrealfood.com. She's had an interest in healthy eating since an early age, and her site, Easy Real Food, focuses in on real ingredients and helps families ensure they're eating whole, nutritious meals. Um, so our planned topics here at Healthy Family Project have shifted. Um, the topics we were planning on covering this spring so far are have changed a bit, um, like so many things in our lives have shifted. I can tell you some moments I'm okay, and some moments I am not okay. Um, but what I do know is that I'm doing the very best I can, and um, I need to just keep reminding myself of that as do all of you listening that um, we can only do what we can do and we need to just give ourselves grace and live each day. So staying afloat wouldn't be possible for me without so many of you who keep up our conversations over in the Healthy Family Project Facebook group. I love having conversations after episodes, just hearing ideas from all of you, podcast ideas or or just a laugh or a meme or something that um, brings a smile to my face every day. So, um, and if you're looking for resources to help during this time, we are working on those um, outside of the podcast. We do have our website, produceforkids.com. You can check out the show notes, which will link you up to different um, resources that we have available, um, you know, lists of pantry staples, fruits and veggies that last the longest, just a lot of resources um, from our psychologist, Dr. Stephanie, on how to keep the peace um, in your family while you're all kind of in in the home, home zone. Um, so all of those things will be linked up. And then, of course, we are sharing content daily on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. Um, so you can find us at any one of those social outlets. We'll, we have you covered. Um, feel free to comment, leave us a direct message, email us and let us know how we can help you and your family. If there's things you want us to talk about or topics to cover, questions you have, we want to hear from you. Um, And we have a lot to cover today. So let's get started with today's episode. Hi, Kieran. Welcome back to the Healthy Family Project. We are excited to talk to you today. I know a lot of parents are struggling right now. I say a lot of parents. I mean, all of us parents, I guess. <laughs> um, I've, I, for one, am working from home full time um, at this point and having to balance that with distance learning with my two girls. Um, you know, I have the two two girls in different grades. So I am having to be a part-time teacher and IT person. I'm going, when all this is over, I am adding IT to my resume. I can tell you that because it has been quite an adventure. Um, So, you know, just working on all of these new platforms that have been introduced into our world, um, obviously to make 
the distance learning easier and more functional. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, like with anything, just getting up to speed um, can be a challenge. And my, both, you know, kids, they expect you to just know everything, you know, like, why, why aren't you figuring this out quickly? And so, you know, there's been some back and forth. <laughs> anyway, so it feels like these days escape me. Do you have any tips for setting a schedule and getting a routine in place? Sure. Yeah. And and thank you again for having me. I, I always love talking with you. I know, you know, we obviously share beyond the same passion for our, our work areas, but also are kind of have the girls and, and kids in similar ages. Yes. So um, I am living the same <laughs> kind of life as you and I know as so many others. So um Oh, gosh, I feel like on one hand, I'm I'm so much less stressed because, you know, our, our taxi driver status has gone yes. away and all the, the routines and the schedules and everything like that has been, that's been a really nice break. And then on the other hand, we've been thrown so many new responsibilities, like you said, you know, the IT and helping kids of different grades. And gosh, I remember some of the stuff, but not all of it. And they learn so differently. So, um, you know, the, the Zoom calls, I don't know if you're doing those with your kids, but I feel like that's something just added to my schedule, my already busy schedule that yeah, regardless of, you know, what anybody's doing, we already kind of have a full plate. So, um, you know, that's, that's just, just added to our, our level sphere. So, um, and you have four, you have four kids. I do have four kids. So you have like four, potentially four zoom calls all going on at one time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know what, they're in, in different um, it's, I have a very unique situation because I have two kids in Montessori school. And ironically, I, you know, I, I don't know how familiar you are with the Montessori philosophy, but their technology is not a big part of their schooling. And yet they were up and running. You know, we found out Friday and Monday morning, they're in Google Classroom and they have, you know, full schedules. And then my older two, I have a middle schooler and a high schooler. And my middle schooler still doesn't have any work. And so I've got, it's, it's kind of, it's all on me. You know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to make sure that she's doing something, you know? Um, so I guess with having the multiple kids, knowing that they were in different scenarios and just for my own sanity, I had to establish a routine right from the beginning. So um, a few things that helped me was getting a kind of strict schedule. And I'm usually a little bit more flexible. You know, they go to bed you know, the older ones kind of, sometimes I go to bed before them, but you know, right now everybody has to be up at, you know, between 7.30 and 7.45 and then it's lights out at 10. So that for me is just a little piece of sanity. I know that they're going to get up and they're going to, you know, start doing something. Um, and then I also, I took their screens away and that has been kind of life changing for me, just not having to battle that. I know that, you know, we're all trying to manage that technology area with the, with the kids. And, um, this is something I'm definitely going to carry forward. You know, for us, I've taken them away. And what we do is, um, we have a journal, all the kids have a a journal, they write down their goals for the next day. And after that day, we kind of go through it, you know, at the end of the day, we go through it. What did we get done? Is there anything that we can transfer to to tomorrow? What is tomorrow going to look like? Just to have them feel a sense of, responsibility and, and accomplishment when they are right. doing the different things. I think that's important for them. So, um, around, I don't know, three thirty four somewhere in there, we'll go through those and, you know, make sure that everybody's getting their, their work done or, you know, in the, the one, my one daughter's case, she's getting the work done that I'm giving her. Um, and then I'll give them their screen for hour, hour and a quarter, hour and a half, even mm-hmm. honestly, like 
no questions asked. I feel like I know it sounds sort of reward situation. I didn't intend it to, for it to sound like that or feel like that. Um, but it just works for us. Then they know that's their screen time. Then after that, I take them away and it's back to normal the next day. So that has been really helpful for us. Um, in addition to that, you know, like I said, my younger two, they have a lot of structure. The older two didn't regardless every day. I tell them everybody has to read for 30 minutes. Everybody has to do math for 30 minutes and they need to get outside for an hour. So, um, we, we are blessed. We're in, in North Carolina. The weather's been beautiful. I'm so grateful for that. Um, even if it's cold out, I would, you know, really try to get the kids outside. I think just getting out of the house is, is good for all of us. So that, um, that's been really helpful for us. And during that time when they are doing, you know, their schoolwork or what I've told them to do, that's a good time for me to be working also. So I know that, okay, I, I at least have that little separation time. Um, and sure they come to me with questions here and there, but I think that having some kind of a structure and a routine is helpful for all of us. You know, um, I, I personally wouldn't be able to have everybody kind of staying up until all hours and then just getting up whenever they feel like it. I, I feel like they should still have a sense of being in school, even though they're not, right. um, so, you know, having some kind of system set up, however that works for you. And, and maybe if, you know, somebody listening has a, a different kind of work schedule or anything like that, just tailoring it to how it can fit your family. Um, so, and, you know, all that being said, we we are doing things together. I mean, it's not, it's definitely not an all work situation or anything like that. You know, we were trying to play games. We're trying to get outside together. I mean, I played on the trampoline with them, you know different things like that. We started watching a new show, but, um, but also making sure that there's just that, I guess, balance. I keep coming back to that. Yeah. And I think you made a good point that, you know, this is what's, what works for you, but I think there's so many, you know, you look at social media, I'm sure all of us, we have extra time to scroll. Um, but you look and you you see these schedules and you see things like, but I think it's important to keep in mind that you have to do you have to, to kind of look at your family dynamic and create something that works for you? And right. I don't think it's anything that's here's what it should be, and this should work for everybody. Um, yeah, so you know, even this morning, my youngest, she, I, we've been, you know, I've been saying school starts at nine, so we get up and they do eat breakfast, do their thing, whatever, and then at nine o'clock, everybody's sitting at, you know, our workspace. And um, she said, you know, I'd really, I really wanted to finish draw coloring this from art yesterday. Can I do that before I get started? And I said, that's fine. <laughs> we can veer mm -hmm. off schedule a little bit um, to get that done. But, it, and I like your idea for journaling because, um, and, and not necessarily a journal, but for me at the end of the day, I, in my planner will write my to-do list for the next day. Um, mm -hmm. and so I, I typically, I pick three priority things that I ha know I have to get done the next day. And so I'll put those in and then there's some peripheral things that, that kind of go into the list. But I think it's so helpful to look at the next day, um, in that way, you know, even for me as an adult, for the kids to look at it that way, like, okay, so here's what my goals are for tomorrow. I think that's just a great, great, uh, system to have in place. Right. Well, if you think about it, you know, when they go to school, 
they have all of that laid out for them, right? They they know which classes they're supposed to go to. And so they they haven't had to really think through this. And I know I don't know about you, but summer is summer, summer, you know, so we're not mm-hmm. doing this kind of thing during summer. So it's, um, I think it just helps them establish a plan. But again, like, they should feel like they're accomplishing different things. And, you know, gosh, I know, I know you're in the same boat. Sometimes, you know, your main few things that you have on your to do list, they don't include maybe doing the laundry or, you know, running and picking something up that needs picked up. But those are still things that we're doing. And we should feel like, okay, we've, we've done quite a bit in that mm-hmm. day. So I think um, that's, that's good for all of us just to know that we're not, you know, we're not, we're spending our time wisely and in, in getting things done, I guess. Right. So along with this schedule, I feel like we could benefit from some boundaries. So now for us to talk, I had to give some stern warnings that we're recording a po- I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> I cannot be inter- interrupted for this next hour. Um, so one thing I've experienced and heard from a lot of fellow parents and friends is that our kids are home and they see us around. So they tend to come to us for every little thing, whether it be a school question or asking for a snack, um, you know, and we're available to help. But some of these these things they can definitely do on on their own. I I kind of, it's funny. I, as I'm asking this question, I think uh, when I'm in the car um, driving somewhere that I'm not familiar with, I um, just use my GPS or just go along and I get there. And my husband says when he's in the car, I tend to ask him questions or it's, but it's when I think back to it, I'm like, when I'm alone, I, I'm fine. I get to where I need to go. So why am I? So I kind it kind of like goes back to this. When someone's there, it's one of those things that you do. So you ask the question. So I think they just think maybe it's easier or just that I'm there to help all 24-7. So how do we set mm-hmm. some boundaries and encourage a little more independence? Mm-hmm. Gosh, this is this is a work in progress for me too. It really is. I know, I know. I I'm in the same boat. I really had to give some stern um, directions before before we got on this call here. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I again, I think I I'm trying to see all the silver linings here, and I think he, we just talked about them learning how to set their own schedules. But I remember when this I distinctly remember when I kind of learned this lesson, I did an internship in college and I worked at an accounting uh, firm and I would have questions and I would go to a higher ups office and kind of stand there in the office. And at one point, I mean, she was very blunt and said, listen, I am working. You cannot just come in here and think that you can ask me questions whenever you have them. And I, I feel that I, not guilt, those negative feelings. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I, I need to be respectful of people's time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that that has stuck with me ever since. And I think that it's it's a little more difficult because we're their parents and maybe it won't come across as strongly, but this is, um, this is a good time for them to start learning their boundaries. Um, with that being said, from the parental side, you know, I think that maybe giving them some time at different points so that they know like, okay, you know, for us in the morning, okay, what are, what are we working on? What do you got here this morning? And this is what I'm going to be doing. And, and I'm going to be sitting outside or I'm going to be sitting in my office. And, you know, if you have questions, then 
you know, come and get me at this point, but I'm going to be off limits and try to set some of those boundaries. Um, if you can, you know, then for us, you know, at lunchtime, like, okay, you, you know, how are things going? Like, what did you get done? What else do you have to do? And, you know, are you working with anybody? Anything like that to, so that they feel like you're still there for them because you are, you just don't want to be talked to 24 seven, you know? Um, and you bring up such a good point that I think we've all gotten to this point where, you know, I, I ask Siri everything. <laughs> yeah. So I, have, I, I have the Google app and I love the Google app because you can do the microphone. I don't even have to type. And, you know, when, you know, does Orion's belt come back to the big dip or, you know, whatever, right, I ask yeah. everything. <laughs> and so we're used to having all that information at our fingertips. And right now we're the information source. So when we, you know, our generation and other kind of older generations, you know, we had to figure things out. We didn't have Siri, we didn't have Google and all that. So maybe this will push them to try to figure things out on their own. And, and also, you know, use your resources. I, I try to teach my kids that all the time. Like what might, this is a funny story during this, of course, we're getting into all crazy things. <laughs> and my 13 year old wanted to dye her hair. Okay. Uh-huh. And, you know, I said, well, I guess you're not going to see anybody. So I guess so. But I don't, I don't have a clue what to look for in, in hair color because it, you know, that's just not in my wheelhouse. So, you know, here are two of my friends who are hairstylists, like reach out to them, call them and kind of use your resources and see what you can find out. So, um, again, just try to see, try to focus on the positive you know, maybe, maybe the kids will kind of learn something and, and what are some lessons that we can try to help them learn through all of this while also giving us some of that time that we, um, we, that we really need. Right. So obviously for younger kids, this, the boundaries become, become a a little bit more difficult. I know our kids are, are a little older, um, in elementary school and middle school and high school. So, um, I think, you know, I think there are some things you can do with with the younger ones, but obviously becomes a little <laughs> a little more sticky whenever you get into the toddler age group and try to set those boundaries. Right. And you know what? If that's a good point. And I'd be so curious to know, um, I am speaking from the, the elementary and older kids. And I thought through all of this, I wonder what, you know, how is it, how is it different? And I don't want to say which one is more difficult because they're all difficult, but, um, Gosh, it's just so interesting to see the the different challenges that we're facing with kids of of different ages and how people are handling that, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think that, and I just had a conversation before we talked this morning about, it's not just the, you know, our kids are having to become better at problem solving. We're becoming better at problem solving businesses. You look at the shifts in all of these businesses they're having to become problem solvers and, and, you know, divert from normal everyday. I feel like just our whole society is like, you know, and I, and I think from what I'm seeing, you know, you the drive up, uh, my colleague just said they took, had to take their dog for a shot and they drove up to the vet office and the vet came out and all masked and everything and was able to give the dog a shot, like on the passenger seat and they drove away and it took like, 10 minutes, you know, and I'm like, okay, so silver lining in this, maybe people are learning efficiency. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't have to sit in a waiting room for an hour, you know, businesses are are shifting, we're maybe streamlining some of the schoolwork and 
you know, who knows? I, I keep looking for silver linings. You said silver linings. So I keep every day. I'm like, okay, if the, I'm seeing some good, I'm, I'm keeping my list here. Right, right. No, I agree. And you have to, you have to. I do think there's a lot of of good that's coming out of this. So I I feel like I've seen so many more people outside and and I love seeing even like the the older kids with their parents. It's something, you know, you generally don't see and lots of, lots of good coming out of it for sure. Yes. So let's talk about the kitchen. I know this is a, a fun topic for both of us. So I love to cook, but I've never cooked this much in my life. Um, and it's good. I like that we're eating at home, uh, but it does get exhausting. And also trying to figure out, you know, how to be that pantry chef where you you kind of are like, all right, I wanted to make that recipe, but I don't have this and this. So I'm going to need to use these other things. Um, so I've been tuning into your awesome videos. I love to see you with your kids in the kitchen and to see what you're cooking up. So um, if you don't already follow Karen at Easy Roll Food, make sure you do that so you can see her in action. And we'll be sharing out all of the links so that um, you can do that in the show notes. But what can families do to cut back on the constant cooking? So, you know, I know we, a lot of times families come to us, especially in the summer months and say, oh my gosh, my kids are eating all day long. Like how they're not in school. So they're snack, snack, snack or cooking or this or that. So how can we split up the duties and also get kids involved so it doesn't fall upon one person in the household? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm with you. I feel like some days I feel like taking the time and cooking this elaborate meal on other days is like, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, and we don't, it's not that we really don't eat out a lot, but it's that feeling of you can't go to the store and yet everybody's eating the food at home. And so, you know, kind of what you said, like, what can we do with what we have? Um, so yeah, I have, I have a few suggestions. Um, an obvious is to divide and conquer, you know, and I think a lot of people try to do this during summer, like you said, is whether it's having your kids cook one meal a week or, um, you know, for us, I'm having the kids pick one recipe that they want to make. At first it was kind of free reign, just pick a recipe. I don't care. Just pick a recipe. And, you know, kind of with the, the mentality of, that will be one less thing that I need to make. Um, so everybody chose baked items, which, mm-hmm. you know, you know, some people like to bake, some people don't. My kids all like to bake. And so then we had a, a ton of baked goods, which is great. But then I thought, um, you know, a little balance again, and maybe, maybe, maybe somebody can take like lunch off my plate or something right. like that. And they yeah. can, they can handle that one. I know the last time we talked, you said that your daughter um, enjoys anything breaded. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a huge help. Oh my gosh. Yes. It really is. Kitchen, that would be, yeah. Cause yeah. I don't like to do um, that. She will stand there all day long. We made empanada. She also, and it's funny cause she's very particular and she doesn't necessarily eat all the things that she breads, but, um, we made empanadas a couple days because she just loves to fill the empanadas and close them up and, you know, do the oil and, so I'm like, okay, these are, you like these things. I'm going to keep putting you in charge of those. <laughs> right, right. All you, you, you've got this one. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Getting and and again, I, I should try to, I'm trying to think more towards the, those with toddlers. Um, I guess this is, this is still a good time to get them involved oh, in yeah. the kitchen. So, yeah. you know, even they're, they're obviously not going to be able to make a meal on their own, but get them in there with the, with the bowls and adding some ingredients and helping mix and, and get them involved. That's something that they can, 
that's an activity for them. And, you know, that's something you guys can do together. So, um, and you so have time to clean up, younger, you have time to clean up the mess. So bring all the toddlers into the kitchen because no one's coming to your house. <laughs> that's true. So oh make, gosh, yeah, make that's a mess true. and take your time cleaning up because you have the time, right? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Um, we, one of, one of my kids actually came up with this bake-off game. I know I mentioned having too, too many baked items. So you could do this with anything. I've, I've thought about, um, well, we did the bake-off and basically everybody baked one item. And then at the end, we all tasted each other's oh, fun. and kind of voted on what, you know, which one was the best. So, you know, that, that would be a fun game to do. And, and also kind of like the cooking shows. All right. What do we have in our pantry? I've, I've thought about it and I actually haven't done this with my family, but I think this is a great time of, okay, any food in the house, we have six people in our family. So we could have teams of, of two, something like that, or however it works. If you have four, like either pair up or, everybody on their own and use whatever you got in the house. You can make anything and kind of see what you can come up with. So that could be a fun game. And then the end result is secretly you have food made and that's takes that duty off of your, off of your list for the day. So, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned the food videos. I think we're just my couple of my kids and I, mostly one of them and I are having fun just doing some Facebook lives, but I mean, pretend you're YouTubers. You don't need to you don't need to post it anywhere. Right. Make some videos. Yeah. Make some videos, like some cooking videos together. That's kind of fun. And, and again, the, the secret is you end up with cooked food after that. Um, platters and bars are big tips that I would give platters. Um, I know you love those also. So yes, I was going to say that I yeah. could eat, I could have a grazing board for every day of the week and I would be okay. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and if it's, taking out, taking leftovers and kind of just displaying it nicely or, you know, taking most of what you already have and making one thing to go on there. I I just think the presentation part, it just makes it a little more fun and it truly is so easy. So, you know, serve that up for, for lunch or, you know, a dinner or two, that's just easy. And by bars, I mean, you know, make a big pot of oatmeal and put out different toppings, um, get out your blender and get out some different ingredients and let people make their own smoothies, um, make a bunch of sweet potatoes, even regular potatoes and just get some toppings and make, let people bake their own, you know, obviously like tacos or anything like that, but basically let them make their own meal. So it's not feeling like you have so much to do with coming up with a recipe or anything like that. So, you know, make it, make it simple. Um, I saw a really fun idea from somebody on Facebook a lot of times right now, I don't know about you, but I am not really dressing up or putting on great right. clothes or anything like that. You know, you kind of been in your house and they... What are you talking about? Dressed- I have a ball gown on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say how many days I'm trying to go without washing my hair. It's really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they had a fancy dinner night and, um, you know, you could each get involved with cooking the the meal together. But I mean, they put on fancy clothes and lit candles and had this big kind of event for it. And I thought that was so fun. It was something to do that some, you know, everybody could get excited about and, and again, get dressed up for. So I thought that was a, a fun idea. Um, also, which I've got on my list of things to do. So, um, and, and the other thing is just don't stress it. I mean, we're pretty fortunate in that, we haven't gone completely bare in our grocery stores, but I know 
some areas are much worse off. And, you know, I know some areas really just are not at a point of wanting to go out at all and really, you know, keeping bare bones and, and doing with what you have. So, you know, it's okay. It's okay if for, you know, a couple of weeks or everything, you're not getting your green smoothies or, you know, you're not getting quite all the, the veg- veggies and fruits that you want for that time. It's, come back to that balance, everything eventually is, is going to get back to a point where you'll be able to get those. And, um, kind of like where I think, I think back to kind of learning more about nutrition and not stressing each day in particular, but more looking at it in a week. And at this point, just look at it, looking at it more over a longer period of time. Um, there's enough, there's enough stress right now. And so this is one thing that that I think we need to give ourselves a pass with. Right. That is important to remember right now for sure. And just the um, fancy dinner night, I actually, when you said that, I saw on a friend on Facebook who had her kids do a, re- like it was a restaurant. So the parents showed up, <laughs> which could be scary. The parents showed up and for dinner and the kids had, you know, their towel and handed them their menu and served their drinks and you know who knows what you're gonna have to have on your plate um but I thought that was cute too because it's she has one a little bit older and then two two one's fairly young but it was interesting to see all the um how they came together in their their restaurant and the tasks and how they kind of served the parents on their date night it was cute that's really cute that's a good idea yeah so okay so along with cooking comes cleaning um which we we still have to do, even though <laughs> I said no one's coming to your house, but that doesn't mean you can't clean it. Um, so because we're home 24-7, it feels like our house is just messy permanently. Um, mm-hmm. So do you have any tips for setting up a, I hate the word chore, but I guess a chore system or, you know, a, a duties, a daily duties? And then what about tackling bigger projects? Are you doing things like that? I mean, so it's like, oh, we have time. Now's the time to, you know, organize this and that. So, you know, if you're tackling bigger projects like organizing your closet or something, how do you get the kids in there to help? Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I feel like every day around that three or four time, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, why, how does it get so messy all the time? <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly picking up after people. Um, so, my, I, I mentioned the younger two are Montessori kids and the, my, um, my third daughter. So she's 11. Her teacher actually right off the bat had said, all right, so now that you're at home, we had a call with him. And, you know, now that you're at home, what are some things that you can do to help out? And so, um, that was really helpful to hear it from him, but you know, her duties are, are doing laundry and every day she is setting the table. She's cleaning up after dinner um, and I'm sorry from the laundry she's, she was supposed to do everybody in the house's laundry and I just felt bad for her. So I yeah. said, you know what, you just, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a lot. Yeah. So, but, um, I've, I have found that if I just kind of randomly say, Hey guys, you know, somebody needs to take the garbage out. I always have one child who will step up and it, it's just not fair. So I feel like letting them know ahead of time and going back to our, you know, creating that list of what they have to do for the next day getting it on that list and just letting them know ahead of time, if you can, this, this is going to be your responsibility. And so whether it's a weekly thing that every week 
at this point that 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 your child is responsible for doing xyz they they kind of know that and that is it just it is what it is or you know if it's weekly you change up their chores um however it works again kind of tailoring it to your family and and your situation and and how much help you need really i mean we they don't have activities nobody's going anywhere so i used to have the excuse of saying oh well she's you know she dances all the time i know you know, and yeah. <laughs> they don't, we don't have that now. And so they're home. And, and I think going back to those silver linings, you know, I think we have in today's day and age of being so busy, we've lost that sense of responsibility for doing chores at home and, and helping out with the household, which you're all a part of. And I think this is a good time to start bringing that back. Um, it might be wishful thinking to think that it'll, it'll last, but you know, we can, we can certainly try. I think this is a good time to really teach them different, you know, here's, here's how to vacuum. I mean, some of my kids love to vacuum and gosh, you know, that's great. Um, teach them how to do different chores and then, and get them on their list, but more, let them know that this is going to be their responsibility for some amount of time. Um, so I think that has, um, that's been something that's working for us. Um, you mentioned the bigger projects and, I at first was excited and, and had this right. kind of mental list, you know, like, <laughs> Me too. oh, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tackle that ebook I've been wanting to do and I'm going to clean this closet and we're going after his closet. And um, all of the, I mean, you can't take anything anywhere. So now it's this strange space of, I can't get motivated to clean out because then I'm just going to have big bags full of stuff to donate, but you can't donate it anywhere. So that's kind of just been a mental block for me. Um, so I'm kind of shelving that one until I, I, I do feel like at some point we're going to see the light here and, and know that those places are going to be open so we'll be able to take them places. But okay, what, what can we focus on right now? And, and kind of the bigger projects might be things like trying to get your kids involved in helping out. Um, so um you know, if it's making masks, I've seen so many people like um, making the masks in, in different ways, mm-hmm. things like that. Or I know they really can't go out and shop and, and all that, but can they make cards or can they, you know, just do different things or, you know, what are some ways that, that they can kind of get involved that way? Um, and then also tailoring it to your family specifically, like my, my, eldest daughter has decided she's going to work out with me, you know, so we're exercising together and that's something that's kind of achievable. Um, and another one of my daughters loves to read. So she's got a goal of kind of reading, you know, X amount of books right now, you know, things like that. What, what are some things we might not be able to clean out those closets and do that, but what are some other different things that are attainable at this, at this, um, at this time? Yeah, I think, uh, and and I actually, same with you, at the very beginning of all of this, thought, okay, we're cleaning out all the closets. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I had my older daughter. She really, she's she just keeps getting more clothes coming into the house, but none are going out. And so I had her go through. And so I am actually in that boat where I have like two big bags in my garage. And yesterday I looked at them and said, these are going to be sitting here for, they're in my way, first of all, and they're going to be sitting here for a long time. Um, so I too had some grandiose plans. Um, what I've done actually, even for myself, is just giving myself like small 
organization tasks just because for me, it makes me feel better. So like one day it's like the junk drawer, you know, everyone has the junk drawer. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do that. The next day it was, all right, underneath the sink, you know, all your cleaning supplies and everything. So I have broken down mine personally, not necessarily for the kids, but for me, I'm like that way I'm like doing like cleaning things out and kind of helping myself get on track with any of that like extra little bit of extra time I have. Um, but I feel like that has been helpful for me personally, like to feel like I'm organizing or cleaning out. I don't know. Right, right. It's tricky because I feel like I, I I know we're not alone. I know a lot of us have these ideas and we want to <laughs> do these things. And I almost feel like it's going to feel like lost time when we don't do it. But it's it's also, um, I, I, I do think it's almost mentally difficult to, to get that motivated to do something like that for some reason, even if, even if you could donate things, I don't know why I, I've, I've had a little bit of a mental block with, um, just the motivation part of, of doing things. And, um, and again, I think that's where we kind of give ourselves peace and say like, yes. it's okay. You know, I think, I think the self-care thing is, is pretty important right now. It is because mentally right now, all of us, uh, well, uh, me, I'll say that. And maybe someone else out there from one minute to the next, it's a roller coaster. I mean, one minute mm-hmm. I'm in this, like, this is, you know, this is not a great situation um, overall, but like, you know, we're together and we did this and we had this moment and I see these positives and I'm feeling good. And then it could be 10 minutes later that I'm crying my eyes out because I just had to cross off the school play in my planner, you know, like these little actions, these little triggers um, will just send me into, you know, kind of, I don't say over the edge, but send me into this like sadness and all of these feelings. And then I'm trying to push that out. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so drained. I'm on this roller coaster of feelings. But I think we have to let ourselves feel those things. And like you said, you know, kind of give ourselves grace that yes, you know, it's okay. We're not, our house isn't totally reorganized and we haven't learned French and how to play the guitar. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which sounds great in theory. Just Maybe not right now. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So before all this craziness, our schedules were pretty full between tennis, dance, school plays, community activities. Um, So now our calendars have been wiped clean for the time being. And, you know, we've been enjoying this time at home. But there's a certain point where I guess you feel like how many more Netflix movies can you watch? What are, you know, what are some creative activities we can enjoy at home? Um, how can we get the whole family involved when we've got kiddos with, with age gaps? Like I know we do, um, who are in different stages of life. So we're trying to, you know, figure out how to keep all of these, keep off screens. I mean, screens are part of what we're doing right now. It's like, you know, we have all these, this information, how to like reduce screen time and how to keep, you know, your kids off screens. And now all of a sudden we're in this situation and it's like, well, <laughs> right, right. what do we do now? But anyway, so what are your thoughts on, on getting, keeping these kids active and getting these activities in? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Again, in the same boat, um, you know, I mentioned doing things like sewing the masks or, you know, making cards to take to, um, and this is a tricky one. I honestly don't know what the answer is. I, I suggest making cards to take to different places. I don't know if they're actually accepting anything. So I, I think it's a very nice gesture. I don't know if 
if you can actually take cards to, you know, maybe an assisted living or something like that, possibly not. Um, But get outside. I've seen a lot of people getting outside and, and using chalk, which is super fun. I love that they're getting outside and getting some sunshine and putting positive messages on their driveway. And I'm sure you're the same. I, mm-hmm. I mentioned people just getting outside so much. Um, so they're walking by and seeing little positivity. Um, board games, an obvious, I don't know about you. I feel like we have tons of board games that yes. are, we just don't use, you know, we are like two favorites that we always go back to. So this is a great time to pull those out. Um, have lots of, of game time. Um, it's currently, you know, Easter time. So dye some eggs, do some different art projects. I, I do know, I, I don't know. I feel like there's so many resources for, you know, if you want to learn to draw or, you know, learn how to do different crafts or science projects, things like that. There are resources that are available. Um, and again, we have the time. So, you know, maybe looking to some of those resources, I loved when my kids were younger, I loved reading a chapter book together. In fact, I, my, my youngest just turned nine and we'll still read chapter books together. So it's basically me reading to him, but, um, that's just fun. You know, if they're, if they're a little bit older, um, you can each read the same book. I've done that with, with my kids before we each read the same book and then don't have like a book club necessarily, but it's just fun to talk about the book that you just kind of shared in that story together. Um, or if you can get some of the kids that are similar ages, let them do a, a little book club together and have a discussion. They can, they can get on, um, get on Skype or hangouts or something like that and, and do a little virtual, virtual book club also. That's kind of fun. Um, being that I have a couple of older kids also, and I'm sure everybody knows about TikTok and that's oh, kind of all yeah. the rage. I've been yeah, on, and I they, have a TikTok account now, so find oh, me. Okay. <laughs> I haven't okay. posted anything, but uh, I'm over there because I, I, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is fun. I know. Um, I, my kids have been wanting to teach me dances. So finally I was like, all right, we've got time. And, yeah. you know, we, we didn't post anything, but, you know, it's still, it's still something different and fun to do. Uh, and then, you know, the obvious kind of get outside, walks and, and ride bikes together and, all of that. I, um, I think this is just a great time to, to do those, go play on the trampoline, you know, be, be a kid again, you know? Um, and it's, it is a really good time for, for family time. And sure we are, like I said, we've got a a new Netflix show that we're watching together, but try to balance it out with doing other things and, and let the kids lead the way, you know, they've, they've got ideas too. So maybe see what is it that they want to do and, and follow their lead. Yeah, we found a, the teacher sent out some useful links and one of them is an an art thing on YouTube that both my girls, they're like, oh, art class is at three o'clock, right? It's at three o'clock. So they've been sitting down with their colored pencils every day at three and really enjoying that. And and I've been doing it with them and I forgot how much I love to draw. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just been, it's so therapeutic to you know, create something and then we all kind of create the same thing, but then add our own personal touches to it, which is, is, um, is interesting to see our different personalities <laughs> kind of come through in the drawings. So, and then with the board games, I mean, I'm with you, we have an entire closet that is board games and different games and card games. And so we've been, um, pulling some of those old ones out that, 
you know, like Disney beat the parents, which was, was always fun when you're challenging up against your parents' knowledge. <laughs> um, so we've been having a really good time just playing some of those board games. So I, th- I think there's a lot that, that you can do. Those all, Think about all the things that before this you would say, oh, if I only had, you know, some extra time, we could do that. You know, fill in the blank. I'm sure there's a million things um, that you could plug in there. Right. So good yep, stuff. Good stuff. I think this is a lot of good information um, for everybody. I love we can just hop on here and just be real, real talk. Um, and we'll link up to uh, resources for everybody over in the show notes. So it's just been great to talk through some of these topics. I know I say topics, but just last month, they probably weren't topics that we would have been talking about here on the podcast, but definitely, um, you know, at the time we're in, important to keep these conversations going and making sure people know that, you know, we're all in this together and we'll we'll get through it and mm-hmm. give yourself grace. Remember, please, no one needs to be putting too much pressure on themselves right now um okay so well thank you for joining us today and sharing everything with families but before we close out i guess if there's anything else you'd like to share or tell listeners where they can find and connect with you yeah no thank you as always for for having me i um i really appreciate it and and likewise i just i enjoy talking with you so thank you and and i think for all of us to remember giving yourself grace like you said and and give yourself that self-care and and um and we are going to get through this together. So um, my information, my website is easyrealfood.com. You can find me on Instagram also at easyrealfood. And I, you know, am on Pinterest and on Facebook as well. Facebook is Real Food Easy. And um, we have been on Facebook. Yeah, we've been doing some different little cooking videos. My kids and I, we do about two a week. And it's just easy recipes for you to make with your kids. Um, I'm trying to do minimal ingredients right now and also give substitutions in case ingredients are hard to find. So um, again, just another resource of, of ideas of things to do. So um, yeah, thank you again for having me. Great conversation today. I know we ran a little long, um, but just good information, good conversation. Hang in there, everyone. We will get through this. Remember, if you like the Healthy Family Project, tell a friend and leave us a rating. It will only help our visibility so we can continue to create a healthier generation. And remember to join the Healthy Family Project Facebook group. Um, You can share your episode ideas, ask questions. There's lots of great people having conversations over there, continuing conversations from episodes and really just talking about what's going on and ways um, and tips that we can share with each other. If you want to tweet direct with me, I'm at Amanda M. Kiefer on Twitter and also Amanda M. Kiefer on Instagram. And you can find Produce for Kids on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon. (laughs) 